pleasure it's a pleasure is all mine to be back on your platform well perfect well i am so glad that to see you we had so much conversation going on last week i'm just gonna just see if we can just spice it up some more because what you shared at the age of 12 or 13 when you realized that you were dealing with this condition you knew what you was dealing with and of course it took uh it took some time but it, it came to fruition for you. So let me ask you this, Anita, and we're just gonna pick up on where we left off because the, the interview last week was just, it, was, it just blew my mind. It just blew my mind. And I am so proud of you. But let me ask you this, everybody, even me, when people ask us the question about alopecia, everybody has a different explanation. You know, some people deal with it on an adult level, and others deal with it with on a, a more of a childlike level because children are going through it too. You went through it as a child. Yes. But in your years, because you have a, a journey, a longer journey, how do you best explain alopecia when people ask you about it? Well, as my journey, as my journey began when I was younger, I dealt with it up until I got into high school mm -hmm. and up in high school, I didn't know anything else. By that time they came out with, uh, the quick weaves. Yes. Of course, of course, you know, 
I gravitated to that. Okay, yeah. quick weave. You know, you put this the stocking cap on your head and you do the little quick weave so you could take it on and off at night. So it didn't irritate my scalp. So I did the quick weave for many, 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 many years. Mm -hmm. And because, again, when I moved from Atlanta, from Chicago to Atlanta, Atlanta didn't know anything about alopecia. Atlanta, moving to the South, it's a whole different type of environment. When I had the incident with the, the job interviews, mm -hmm. that is the feedback that I was getting. So it made me kind of rethink the way I wanted to embrace my alopecia. Yeah. But you I, know, you took a stand on something. Yes. You took a stand because you chose, often people go to a job interview to get a job. Yes. But I, I have never heard of a case where you did. And for you to do that, that took a lot of courage. For you to turn down a job. That took a lot of courage. I, I literally applaud you for that. Well, the reason, I mean, and, and for me, the reason why it was is that because people think anytime they see someone with a bald head, yeah, automatically think you have cancer. Yes. So I had to make a stand for myself because I have family members that has dealt with different type of cancer. Yes. That doesn't mean me that- too. Time you see someone with a bald head that we have cancer, but that's for a female, that stereotype, that's what the category that they put us in. Yes. In my mind, and you know, I'm different. I'm I'm very different from a lot of people. I embrace myself as to the way I want people to respect me, but don't put a disease on me, especially a cancer disease yes. that is that dramatic. Yes. Because you fail to educate yourself. Mm -hmm. You fail to educate yourself. So I'm going to educate you for me. And because you know what? Me That's exactly why we got this platform. Yes. Because, like you with your platform, with you, uh, with what God has called you into, and this one, it's really to bring awareness. Yes. You know, there are areas people bring awareness to cancer. They bring awareness to MS. They bring awareness to whatever the, the other, you know, conditions are. But do you know what? Until I became an alopecia uh, patient, I didn't even know anything about alopecia. I, I had no clue. I, I, I'm like you. I did not know. So right. that's what this is. And for you, just like you say, we have to educate. We have to bring awareness to our condition, you know? So yeah, yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Because that's what, I mean, people, I mean, if the, if you say it like that, then every bald head man you see, you telling me that they suffer from cancer? That's right. That's just the way they, they want to style them their hair. So when you see a woman and, and people still walk around me and stare and look and whisper, yeah. But it's okay because you mm -hmm. can't hurt my feelings. All you have to do, and I and I have a T-shirt that say says, "If you want to know, just ask a question." <laughs> I like that. And then it has at the bottom alopecia awareness. That's beautiful because if you know you, what? Because 
that's what my parents always told me. Mm -hmm. if, if no question is a dumb question. That's right. And if you want to know something, ask yeah. a question. Don't assume anything. And so I had to get to the grip. And my and my kids tell me all the time, Mama, you is very, very forceful with this. No, I'm not. I'm educating these people. Because cancer, you know, if, if from 13 to now, without mm -hmm. any treatment, I think I would have been dead if I had cancer. Yeah. But, but you know what? Everyone has a different platform and a different approach. That's why I asked you, how do you explain alopecia? That's what you gave. That's you know, I have had cases, my sister, where I've had little kids. You know, we'll be my husband and I be in a restaurant, and the parents are, you know, shyly look. You know how they have a shyly look like that. But then that little child says, yes. they will literally stop and stare. Yes. And I told my husband, I said, bless her heart or his heart, whoever the little child, whatever you know was. I said, baby, they don't, they don't understand. I said they're staring at me. And I look at the baby and I smile. Because yeah. you know what? They looking at me thinking I'm sick. Exactly. Child, they don't understand, you know, but they thinking I'm sick and they just looking. And I said, and I give them a big smile, you know, and I just wish I could talk to them, but you know, you, you know, you can't approach. But yeah, I've had that to happen to me. Yeah. And the reason why those kids give you that stare because it's the same thing, just like racism. Racism, they see black and white, and that's what is being taught. So they think everyone, female, walk around with a bald head. This is what they're teaching their kids, that we have cancer. Instead yeah. of educating themselves to let them know that there's other uh, autoimmune disease that mm -hmm. will take your hair out besides cancer. And so that's what we hear on your platform to let these people know that I'm hey, I'm happy with my ball here. It's so money. It's it cool. so much money. Yeah, we live in the south and it's hot. It's hot. Woo. And then it takes <laughs> time to get dressed when I'm really when I'm ready to go. But when I do step out, I step out and I don't hold my head down. I hold my head just as high as I would if I had that wig on. That's right. That's and, right. I, and I tell anybody, don't send me to the beauty supply store. My card says decline because <laughs> I, I like that. No. I like that because you know what, sis? You know, we laugh about all that because we spent so much money. At, at least I know you did and I did too. We spent so much money at the beauty supply store. Yeah. Girl, I remember going to conferences and they had all of these hair growth products. You know, by them being you know, it was church conferences, so you know it was a lot of African American vendors, right? Mm -hmm. And sis, my husband was so, you know, he is so sweet. He was like, "Baby, do you want to try that?" Now, of course, they they was show before and after pictures. They had thinning hair. You know, they were saying, "Well, my hair was falling out." So okay, you know, I tried this and I tried that, girl. When I began to see that this was a wash. And look at all this money, and I'm building up a rack of products that wasn't working. I could have had so much money. Exactly. I mean, so much money. I threw away on get rich, you know, not get rich, but schemes that were, were, were thinking it was going to help grow my hair. Look yeah. Right now, they do have a product, and, and I think they came out with this product. And I'm not sure the name of the company, but they came out with this product now, stating that 
they it this product overturns alopecia. Mm -hmm. Now, again, I'm not gonna use it because again, only shampoo the product I'm gonna use is shampoo when I wash my head. <laughs> I'm not Shampoo with that, yeah, I heard about it. It's yeah, and and cause right now I'm too old to be worried about me and hair. And when you get a certain age, I don't care what it says about me or who I am or what I am, because you have to walk in my shoes exactly all of these years and go through the struggles that I went through. Go and sit down and cry to, to my God. Oh my goodness! Doing for my entire life to be able to walk bold and beautiful and with a bald head. I applaud it because, yeah. it, you know, like I said, I heard about the same thing. But my condition, it's no, it's no remedy for my condition. And of course, you know, when I first came out, you hear all this. There was family. They was like, well, you know what, Molly, blah, blah. I know this doctor can do that. Uh, excuse me. I have been there, done that. There mm -hmm. is nothing. There is nothing. And I have come to accept that. You know, I'm loving my life. You know, uh, my children, my husband, nobody knew about what I was going through. Nobody but my, my immediate. And they never spoke a word because they say, Mom, my husband said, honey, that's your story. You tell your story. You number one, you tell your story. You tell it when you want to tell it, and you tell it how you want to tell it. But whatever you do, just know we got your back. And I'm thankful for that. So I'm not at, at all trying to find anything. I, no, no, I'm not at all trying to find anything. I'm very comfortable now. It took a lot for me to get to this point. It, it wasn't overnight, trust me. So now that I'm here, oh, I'm yeah. not going back. Oh, you can't. I mean, I'm. It like I like I said, I have been wearing uh been been bald and then I wear the wigs and I go bald and I wear the wigs. So I've been doing this since I was like 12 or 13 years old. So it's kind of like a back and forth thing to me. Mm -hmm. But if I would have done this, if I would have done my research, yeah, yeah, deep down research, because once I knew the lady did the biopsy. I have the scar to prove that my biopsy, my scalps was dead. Yes. When I was 13. Yep. Yep. Because anytime you are female and you walk around looking worse than George Jefferson, hey, you and your hair is not just not going to be a part of you. And mm -hmm. I could never fig understand to where, you know, my me and my sister then was talking about, she said, your eyelashes are very thin. I said, I won't grow any hair, any hair, not only just, I mean, I did have hair on my head, but it was thin, mm -hmm. but it's, it's my alopecia is the hereditary alopecia, which is the part that is more into the bloodline, your uh -huh. blood that it would take all of your hair growth away. Yeah. And as I got older, and the lady estimated, she said, oh, when you get 30, when I was 30, I was completely bald. Mm -hmm. But mine actually came completely out in between 20 and 25. Yeah. And of course, I had my daughter. And believe it or not, they have hair. My daughter have hair down her back. Yeah. My girl, <laughs> you know what I said? 
I tell my daughters everything about my body. You know, when I was yes. going through menopause because my my uh, mom's generation, they didn't talk about that stuff. Oh, my. There's a lot of stuff they kept hidden and secrets. And, you know, this platform is going to expose a lot of secrets, yes. you know, that's as, as transparently as, and as healthy as can. But that's what this platform is about, being honest and being able to uh, teach people how to come out of what They're not the only ones going through different things in their life. So I talk to my girls and I let them know about what I'm going through and, you know, and say, hey, look, be careful with this. The reason I tell them this is because I, I don't want to have any secrets for you. I don't want you to look down one day and see your hair falling out. And uh, of course, you you get scared, but you have no one to talk to about it. Because number one, I didn't tell you and I'm your mother, but I kept masking it. So no, we're not doing that. So I, I, they got beautiful hair and I tell them, you know, what's, what's going to happen if, you know, if you see this, let's pay attention to that, you yeah. know, but we have to tell the story. We have. I, I'm an advocate for being, you know, uh, as transparent as I, like I said, as I can be. I went through a lot in my lifetime and I, I dealt with a lot of things and I went to God about it. And at this point, the Lord said, I need you to do this. So girl, trust me. How they say it's on and popping. It is. As long as I know that the Lord has my back and the Lord gave me the green light, I'm going to do what he called me to do. I'm not going to, that's just it. What he called me to do. Yes. And I, I put a placehold on that. I dropped the mic on that. I don't hear anything else, but I'm happy right now. But let me ask you this. I want to ask you, if you could speak into your future, what would you tell you? A lot of times people say, uh, what would I tell my younger self? But I want to ask, this, I want to do the, 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 the reverse on that. I want you to speak forward. What would you tell you in your future? In my future, I will be a business owner. In my future, I would advocate all the information yes. to anyone that has dealt with the alopecia because this is something that is still being swept up under the rug very much it's still being um looking down as to they just this would never happen to me mm -hmm. in my future i'm here to support all women about the naysayers their relationship i can tell you i've been through the relationship journey of of, of being talked down mm. i've been through the the family the other side of the family yes that you have been talked down you it would never happen to you you would never mount out to nothing you would never be anything but what they fail to realize is that you can't judge me. And anytime that I didn't put in my mind to do it, anything that I touch, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. For my future, I'm just looking forward. I know who's beside me and I have God beside me. And he's going to, anything that I think about that I want to bring to my uh, fruition, he's going to be the one that does it for me. Let so, me say this to you. Anybody, anything that you want to do, 
I'm here to do it. And I'm and look, I'm just not getting started. Because yeah. of course you 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 always thought about listening to the people in the background, or oh, you'll never mount out to nothing and that won't work. Oh my all. god. So now I've made my first thing first because I had this question to myself. And my kids just not finding out. I had this question to myself when people say and God says not everybody is meant to be or go with you on this journey. Amen. And Amen. I didn't realize, and I asked myself, I said, God, does that mean your kids too? Because, you know, you ain't really getting rid of your children. But when they grown, it's time for them to have their own life and you have your life. Hey, hey, Anita, you know what? You, you're <laughs> tapping into another area. I knew you was going to act up. I didn't know how bad you was gonna act up, but I knew you was gonna act up. So you know what, family? Listen, she don't. She's not gonna act right. So we got to we got to bring her back, and it's gonna be a later statement because she just tapped into something that's real. I would talk to you offline so we can discuss it. But I knew you weren't gonna act right, Anita. I knew it. I knew it. But Miss Molly, you asked me about my future, so I'm telling you, I'm telling you about my future. Everybody go with me. Look at here. You look yes. good in your future. I want you to put a placeholder on there because it's time to wear, it's time for a new outfit. But okay. you will be coming back. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> Family, I want to thank my girl Anita for, for volunteering to say, hey, look, I got something to say. Lord yeah. and behold, she did say it, but she's not through as you can see. Since I love you, we're gonna put a placeholder on that. We yeah. will be coming back. But let's put on this new outfit. Y'all know how I feel about this word. Let's put on this new outfit. The new outfit is coming out of Matthew 6. But you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Oh my goodness. When the Lord dropped his word in me, first thing he dropped in me was open door policy. Okay, remember when you at work and your boss would say, this is an open door policy. You can come in and talk to me and tell me anything you want at any time. Well, okay. We all know that that is not always the case. Yes, right. And even when we do, sometimes there, when we do go in and talk to the bosses and talk about our situation, there are no changes, okay? God reminded me, he has an open door policy, y'all. Come on now, we got yep. a new outfit on, a fresh word. You see, you must first have to come to him and then the conversations begin because he said, when you pray, go into your room. So that means you have to come to him. The coming is when you find your location, go into your secret place. You know, I thank God for what he instilled in me because I always wanted to learn the simplicity of God's word for him to reveal the mysteries of the kingdom. Always wanted to know, and the Lord is doing that, and he placed it on this platform because I want to put this word where the goats can get it. I'm from Louisiana, so I want to put it where the goats can get it. So you have to find where your location is. Wherever yours is, you know, I've always talked to you guys about my location is in my prayer closet. That is where I find my conversation. The conversation is prayer. The conversation is prayer. It begins there. That's the initial beginning of it. That's the starting point, okay? 
we can wear out the ears, and, and, and Anita, you know that we can wear out the ears of our family and friends. We keep telling the same thing over and over. We got a new friend coming. We'll tell that friend. And why are we talking to the new friend about it? Because we don't wore out everybody else. Yes. So why are we doing that? At the end of telling them, there's nothing they can do. Now what? Now what are we going to do, okay? Hey, tell God about it. He has an open door policy. Guess what? He can do and he will do what he said he was going to do. How do I know this? Because he said it. He said it. He said, if you do it in secret, I will reward you openly. If your manager takes action, I want you to listen. If your manager takes action at times as a result of you using the open door policy and you went in believing that if I go talk to him, they're going to do something about it. Then tell me why. Will we not believe God when he tell us that he has an open door policy and what he's going to do? Just today, I, my daughter called me and I thank God what you said, Anita, about our children. I thank God that my children respect my ministry. They're out of town and, and she called and she said, Mom, I need your advice. Now, mind you, Anita, I'm getting ready to to come on Inspirational Wednesday. She said, Mom, what are you doing? I said, babe, I'm getting ready to go on Inspirational Wednesday. She said, but I need your advice. What it was, she wanted my advice on what to do. And I said, remember, when I would tell you to build that relationship with God, yes. you don't build that relationship at one time when you get your prayers answered. That's a steady, that's a daily. I said, baby, I have to do the same thing. I have to consistently keep talking to my father, consistently say, Lord, let me do what you called me to do. Building a relationship. Because once I build a relationship, number one, the Lord knows my voice. Hey, glory. He knows my name. So when I call daddy, he goes, he's looking. That's my daughter. So keep that relationship open with God so that you get your place in him. And he will give you favor with man. And she found out that she believed what I had told her. And she said, Mama, I want to give you a praise report. She said, because I, I initiated for a promotion, the Lord gave it to her. I said, well, I need you to make sure that's along your purpose in, in what God wants you to do. So today I want you to put on God's word. To I want you to put God's word to the test. What I mean by that? Start today finding a location to regularly meet with God and build a relationship with him. And watch God meet you. Not only will he meet you, but he's going to do what he say he's going to do. Why would God do that for you? Why would he do it? Because of your faith and obedience to his word. Okay? I am literally just a vessel. I gave God permission. I said, Lord, flow through this vessel. And I work on my relationship with him. You got to use God's open door policy more often from heaven. Wear your garment today. Our daddy has given us another fresh garment to wear. Press around, not only I, but you are looking good. We are covered. Today's word, remember Matthew 6. But you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Again, I want to thank my sweet guest, Anita. I want you guys to follow me on Instagram and Facebook. I'm also on I'm globally on podcast, Bald Beautiful, Bold KZ. I will see you next week with another guest. I will see you on Bald Beautiful, Bold, Molly B's Inspiration, I mean, Alopecia Journal on Inspirational Wednesday. I am so excited about my guest. I told you guys to look out.
I told you guys I had somebody coming on. Miss Anita, you know I'm going to get you back. I got you. But listen, God bless you. I love you, family. I will see you next week.